Rockies podcast. We are really excited today. We are coming to you live from Oceanside, California. This is a meetup of Hallmark East uh, legends. <laughs> we are <very> excited. <laughs> I'm Philip Gooding, Rachel Wagner. I'm here and literally not just virtually, I'm here with Dory and Mel from All the Feels podcast. And we're so excited to all be together. It's so fun. Yay. Yay. You knew this would ever be possible. I know. <laughs> I'm very excited. Welcome to California. Yes. Uh, yeah. So how have you all your all summer been? Been pretty good? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Things are feeling more and more normal, which is nice after the past year, year and a half. So yeah, it's been good. And Dory and I, we had a little, uh, I love the beach. And so she was kind enough to, uh, to join me on my little beach weekend. And we've been having a great time in Oceanside. It's very cute down here. Um, I've never been here to stay. Um, and it's delightful. Yeah. Yeah. And we have Christmas in July. So we thought it would be fun while we're all together to record a live episode of the podcast where we are talking about the Christmas in July movie. And I think we can all agree that this Christmas in July movie crashing through the snow was much better than the previous Christmas in July movie, which was the Christmas camp, which was terrible. Mm. Do you remember that one? I never saw it. (laughs) (laughs) You're not missing much. It was a Christmas camp where all they did was like have people do chores for them, household were, chores, oh, no. and like walk their dog. And that's, like, like, that's weird. Christmas yeah. servitude. Yeah, it really was. So it, it was wasn't not like, a camp. I thought it was like Santa camp, you know, like training yeah. to be a mall Santa. That's what I thought it was about too. And it was really just, they walked the people's dogs a lot. It was Bobby Campo. I mean, he's good, but you know, this yeah. was much better than that. And so we're excited to get to talk about crashing through the snow. And as Amy Acker's return to Hallmark, she hadn't been in one since 2015. So that was pretty exciting. Wow. It's been a while. She's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we, I had the chance to interview her and she is exactly the way she, you think she'll be. She is. She's so sweet and nice. Uh, And so that was really fun. If y'all haven't listened to that interview, you should check it out. I'll put a link in the description. Uh, but yeah, Crashing Through the Snow, uh, this film uh, was stars Amy Acker and Warren Christie and Brooke Nevin, and it's Maggie and Sam are crashing Christmas when he proposes they team up against his sister's perfect Christmas. Neither of them are prepared for the blended family challenges that lie ahead. So <laughs> overall, what did you think about this movie? What about you, Mel? Me? Oh, um, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not usually one to enjoy Christmas in July because to me, Christmas, I need the whole package. You know, I need yeah. to be cold outside. I need to be drinking my hot beverages. <laughs> um, to me, summer is just a month that I have to survive to get to fall. So I don't usually partake. And I'm glad I did for this movie because I yeah. found it very, very fun and enjoyable and like layered for yeah than some of these are. <laughs> See, I am, I love Christmas in July because I, I'm just thinking about watching a Christmas movie off season is very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Even ones that I don't think are that good, unless they're really bad, the Christmas camp. I, mm-hmm. they, they still, there's something relaxing about it to me. 
What about you, Dory? What do you think of this one? I loved Overall. it. I thought it was so much fun. It was so cute. Um, I was surprised. I really loved it. Mm. Very good. Uh, so it starts out with Amy Acker. She is uh, named Maggie and she is singing Christmas songs in the car with her daughter. And that's kind of a, a, a theme throughout uh, is her, that she's, she's a free spirit. She's singing Christmas songs in the car and, and uh, likes to do the karaoke. What did you think about that? Um, I thought it was cute. It kind of showed their dynamic as a family. Like mm -hmm. she seems like a fun mom. Um, she, you can tell that she's close with her daughters, her kind of her teenage daughter kind of begrudgingly sang with her in the end. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cute. It set up her character nicely. Yeah, so I like that it was like a like a licensed song. They weren't she wasn't like singing jingle bells, you know. Mm -hmm. She was singing a fun Christmas pop song. And yeah. that it was like theme appropriate because it ends with her being like, I'm Christmas by myself this year. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. We're on theme. <laughs> Christmas at Graceland where they did Silent Night nine times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, we also learned that her main part of her character is that she falls all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bit, when she falls honestly is why up until you just read that description of the, like the synopsis i thought that's why it was called crashing through the snow because she was right. such a klutz and then i was like oh i guess they are crashing she's crashing the family christmas yeah which she was invited so not really yeah but yeah uh and we meet uh we meet brooke niven character kate and uh she has everything planned out for the christmas uh, in Aspen. And then she invites Maggie to go to, to Aspen for Christmas. And I don't know, do you think that, I mean, I think that the last person that I would want to have on the Christmas weekend week is to have the ex there. That seems mm -hmm. like that would be very awkward. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what really kind of sets this movie apart I think from the very beginning is that you know where you would think jealousy would be it's more people just trying to be yeah good and the best and like try to make things do things for the children and I don't know it, it's interesting I don't know I thought it was yeah of course an insane awkward ask but also like very sweet yeah well and there's distinct differences between Maggie and Kate from the very beginning, like the fact that Kate had never seen gremlins, you know, like that there's these things that her and Jeff have together that and, and things in common that Kate doesn't have. And she sees that from the very beginning. And, you know, they say, they claim in this movie that gremlins is the greatest Christmas movie of all time, which the bold Yes. Uh, and they say that it's the uh, the Venn diagram of movies we've seen and move Christmas movies. Uh, it's it's the uh, I guess right in the center. Uh, the, uh, and then finally she says to to, to Jeff, she says, uh, "Well, it's a little a little awkward you being here." And and when he says that to her, and she says, "Well, it is now." Mm. And he said that, and I'm like, she probably would have realized that sooner. But nevertheless, uh, yeah, there's this dynamic. And of course, this is like super fancy. They get picked up by the estate manager, you know, the 
Yeah. There's a, a an estate manager. Happens all the time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an Aspen. Yeah. So uh, Kate has the itinerary of Christmas activities. And do you think that the movie did a good job of keeping Kate likable? I did. I did too. I think that they towed a line sometimes. So you would think maybe she was going to be unlikable. And then like she would have one conversation with someone. You're like, oh no, I had a preconceived notion of what I thought she'd be doing right now. And she's mm -hmm. not actually like that. So that, I don't know, was nice, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, they they did a good job like being honest of some of the, how awkward it would be and Kate messes up quite a bit especially when we talked about we'll talk about the earring situation uh but um but I I think that they do a good job making it feel honest and like from an emotionally true place uh, for this situation I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it with you know coming from blended families and different things like that uh, so she's she's singing in her room that they gave her and Warren, Chrissy, Sam, he walks in and he says uh, that I didn't know that he got a floor show. Crazy, crazy. Going the line with that. Oh yeah, God. but there were a few things that were a little bit racy in this. It's just the fact that she talks about going to a tattoo parlor. I never heard of tattoo parlor mentioned in a Hallmark movie before. I thought that was interesting. And uh, and then the kiss at the end was a pretty like was a pretty strong kiss I would say for Hallmark. It was a great kiss. Yeah, went on for a while. Yeah, it really did. And there was like there was a second round. Well, even their like hot springs moment was yes, pretty steamy. <laughs> yeah, no I mean, pun intended. She was still in a one piece, but you know what? It's fine. Yeah, they're in right now. <laughs> Well, he evidently flew in from Tokyo. Mm. He's been working there as a chef. And uh, how did we feel about their chemistry between Warren, Christy, and Amanda? Loved it. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I really did think he was a jerk at the beginning. I was like, I don't know. The way he wanted, I thought he was funny. The way he wanted to bring down his sister, I was like, man, she's trying. I liked it. She was being annoying. I yeah. thought it was funny. And you could tell their dynamic yeah. was, you could tell the dynamic of that family was all the way off, like from yeah. the stepmom to their relationship. But I actually liked that because it wasn't, you know, what's her name, Maggie? It wasn't Maggie going into like a perfect family. Yeah. She was going to spend the holidays with a family who had like its own issues. Yeah. Which was nice. Everyone felt very human, which mm -hmm. which doesn't always happen in Hallmark movies. Yeah. But even outside of Hallmark movies, uh, you think about movies like the, um, uh, what was it called? The, the LGQ Christmas movie last year. The Christmas with House? The Kristen Stewart. Oh, happy you know, season. All that. Yeah. And just like her coming into that environment, of course, there was a lie in that one. Uh, but, you know, they were way more unlikable, that whole family, mm -hmm. uh, compared to everybody here that was at least trying. Even the dad was a little bit weird. Yeah. Uh, was um, at least trying to be nice. Um, so Warren, as Sam, I say Sam hires her to make him a pitch deck so because he wants to start... Uh, this uh, this restaurant in town in Aspen where 
uh, that had been part of their family, uh, and he wants to uh, he wants to pitch it, and uh, and so she's kind of debating should she do it, uh, but uh, they make a deal that if she uh, she does the pitch deck, he will teach her how to win Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that maybe is where maybe it's a little bit, a little bit unlikable, maybe. But uh, we find out that uh, that the first blow is that that she brought the stockings, and it turns out that Kate had these special stockings made, and uh, this is why she probably should have taken a second and not invited yeah. Or Maggie should have asked, or she should have asked, like, oh, what? I brought these stockings. Or her ex-husband you know, like, should have been yeah, more involved. Exactly, he did not. Yeah. A, he did not do a good job. I thought he was the most annoying character in this movie. Mm-hmm. He did not do a good job of running interference. Like that's his job. Yeah, he should say run interference special stockings. Mm-hmm. So, or he could have run. He could have gone through the rundown with Kate and been like, "Listen, this is what we do every year for Christmas. Can we combine some of these things on your itinerary?" Mm-hmm. Maggie's probably going to want to do some of this stuff now that you've invited her. Like yeah. that's his job. It's not the job of the two women to like mm-hmm. come together and Good figure point. that out. Especially if he's going to be proposing, he should be extra involved in trying to make sure that it's a you know positive experience. Well, and he- also his kids are there. Like he needs to be on top of this. Yeah, I take issue with this man. Well, he didn't do his job, and he and he clearly was planning to propose before they went on this trip. Like he was planning to propose at right. the time when he was there. He should have told Maggie, hey, you're coming on this trip. You're going to be in this house. And I'm proposing. And I'm proposing. Yeah. Like, cause at least given her the option to opt out then. Yeah. And Kate says, well, I wanted everything to be perfect. I'm like, you should have, that was not a realistic expectation to be having. Mm. Uh, you should have thrown that away from the beginning. Uh, if you're trying to make, uh, cause she never seen a Christmas movie. Uh, but, um, uh, then we have, uh, the, uh, uh, he, uh, Sam tells her, he steals her cookie and he says, don't stay home, go skiing. That's the first rule of winning Christmas. Yeah. Don't stay home when the fun stuff is happening. Yeah. I, I think the going skiing would be the opposite of fun for me, but I would also stay home. <laughs> yeah. But then it felt like he was like mocking her. Yeah. Like, well, you told her to do this. I don't know. Yeah. That was before he, you know, turned a corner for me. <laughs> <laughs> and evidently her and Jeff met playing Space Invaders. And uh, and then uh, he and Kate met on Bumble. Mm-hmm. So not quite as magical. Well, that scene was very times. awkward. I mean, different times, different ages. Mm-hmm. You can't, I don't know. Well, it was just, it showed the awkward dynamic at that dinner when it is asked, how did you meet? And they automatically go into their, how we met story. Yeah. Like, oops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why would he be asking Jeff how he met his ex-wife? I know. In front of his sister. But I also, at that moment, I was like, I could see why there was the confusion because they were talking about something Mm -hmm. right before he led into that question mm-hmm. like the the exes were talking about something about their past so it's like i could see why they immediately thought oh we're just continuing this thread right mm-hmm. i think he was yeah and stuff well and she he says i spent my entire life in kate's shadow mm-hmm. so evidently there's there's issues here mm-hmm. 
Uh, so she takes the ski lessons and that was pretty hilarious. With yeah. all the kids. <laughs> I love that she's klutzy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so they go and uh, they uh, go to the candy cane, uh, the, the Nutcracker tea party. That's the next thing. And after she has the candy cane bandage on her wrist, like they, they, they're very on theme in Aspen. Mm-hmm. But it was like red and green. Theme. It wasn't red and white. Like I'm yeah. <laughs> Uh, so when they get to the Nutcracker tea party, then Mia walks in with ear, her ears pierced. And because she had had a conversation with Jeff about doing it, allowing it a year early than they were going to be. And then he like took that as approval that he could go do it. Mm-hmm. And so she's really devastated by that. And I think rightfully so. And she tells him that you are not going to watch Gilmore Girls or shop for prom dresses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the three teen bonding experiences. I guess. Getting yeah. your ears pierced, watching Gilmore Girls, and shopping for prom dresses. Yep. At least in those in there. I know. Yeah. yeah. Those are the rites of passage. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of the movie Stepmom, which we did for On Friendship in January. And it, there's in the, in that movie when there's a scene where the little boy uh, says to Susan Sarandon says, "I'll hate her if you want me to, mom." Yeah, you know, and that's kind of, uh, and I I felt a little it kind of reminded me of, of their dynamic a little bit, mm-hmm. but they were pretty good about keeping things civil in front of the kids, uh, it, like. Eh, eh. It, it, most of the most of the contention was like I don't think Mia ever knew that there was this thing with the ears piercing. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Um, and then we get the reindeer relay, and this was pretty hilarious. We thought, particularly the music selection during the reindeer relay, they play the William Tell Overture, uh, which is very, uh, and it was just very over the top. The music. Mm-hmm. It was. I thought it was fun with the montage, especially when Kate, <laughs> that mom, like picked her with the wreath. Yeah, <laughs> I love that scene. I thought it was so funny. I thought everything was spot on. I loved that she was for the first few minutes. Maggie was just screaming and falling mm-hmm. every two seconds. I yeah. loved that. Well, and then they they were they had to shoot uh, the um slap uh, slap that Santa uh, shoot. Uh, doing the hockey, the slap shot, or something. Yeah, yeah. and it, they were doing it to chariots of fire. <laughs> oh, really? I yeah. heard that. It was so good. I mean, I don't know if they used the exact songs, but they sound like Yeah, that was hilarious. I thought. Yeah, I was just shocked about who won. I was like, really? The underdogs really did win. I don't. Yeah. Like she couldn't even skate five minutes ago. She learned how to skate real quick. <laughs> she did a great, she was a natural. She was a natural at heart. Yeah. And Sam says uh, that, I mean, Kate says to Sam, surely you didn't come here to gloat. Just an, you know, he says, it's just an added bonus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. From the award-winning author of A Royal Christmas Wish comes a charming new romance in the Pine Hollow series where Happily Ever After begins with adopting an adorable rescue dog. Lizzie Shane's Once Upon a Puppy is an opposites attract romance featuring a type A lawyer, a free-spirited birthday party princess, and their rambunctious Irish wolfhound who brings them together. 
The perfect addition to your summer reading list, Publishers Weekly says Once Upon a Puppy will capture readers' heart from the first page. Available now wherever books are sold, you can even look for it at your local grocery store. For more about Once Upon a Puppy and Lizzie's entire Pine Hollow series, visit www.lizzieshane.com. That's lizzieshane.com. And this is where we find out that Kate misses her mom's coffee and she tries to make it, but it's never the same because their mother had passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Kate tells uh, Sam, says Maggie and Jeff are still family. It's kind of a package deal. Which is correct. <laughs> yeah. Her whole attitude towards it, I thought, was very open and, I don't know, I don't know progressive is the right word. I just was like, that's a good way to see it. I don't know. Yeah, I liked Kate. Yeah. She tried too hard, but, like, who wouldn't in her position? Yeah. Yeah, and that's, he tells that to him, or somebody tells it to Maggie, says it can't be easy having the front row seat to the Jeff and Kate show. Maybe she's just trying to figure out where she fits in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is something I've definitely thought about because if I, I think the chances are if I were to find somebody and get married, most likely they will have previous relationships at this point in my age. And uh, so I've, I've wondered about that, what that would be like, you know, because stepmoms usually are the worst in media. Poor stepmoms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they get a bad rap. Yeah, there's Lady Tremaine or uh, I mean, the only ninth one is um, Maria and Sound of Music. Then we have that um, Jeff tells Maggie that Sam is totally into you and he's totally flirting with you. Duh. <laughs> From the minute he sets eyes on Well, her. and she knows it too. She's yeah. just kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah. She She's like, it's not your business. A lady you? knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so then we get the racquetball scene. And we I love when she went in and she's like, you're sweating. You're totally sweating. Yeah, she had a meltdown. <laughs> she, she like, her brain went, you know, like on the old TVs when the static hit. Yeah. Her brain did that when That's... she saw him sweaty and she couldn't talk. I just kept thinking like, oh, they're like racquetball in your house, Rich. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but that's like real rich that's a great crazy rich yeah and then she slams the ball against mm. the wall and hits him in the head mm-hmm. and she gets the to his wound. <laughs> great excuse to touch his face yeah yeah so she goes to after getting all her anger out in the racquetball court she goes to talk to jeff because she finds out the dad has a file folder all about him in there and so she says you know, what about this? And he says, well, I think anybody would do that for somebody who's going to propose to their daughter. And so that's where you find out that he's planning on proposing on Christmas Eve dinner. And uh, so she decides that she doesn't want to be a part of that. And I feel like if she, she, everybody would be like, okay, I get that. If you, she just explained it, she wouldn't have to tell full the surprise, but if she, you know, I don't know, she could make up an excuse. She just leaves. And uh, Sam ends up going with her because she can't get an Uber driver. She tried three times. So it was a little bit of Uber shade. Yeah. <laughs> I have problem. I that That's my most problematic scene where he <laughs> gives up his meeting. Yes. I'm like, can't you just go with him to the meeting and like hang out at the bar? Like, right. I don't understand why he has to. I didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. 
<laughs> How many women give up things for men? But it's like well, the whole meeting is the whole reason he's there. I don't have a problem with uh, it. He's he knows rich. that she's lying he's in here. He's <laughs> he says clearly the last thing you need is a facial. So I guess that's his his version of flirting. Yeah. Yeah. Which Amy Acker doesn't need a facial. Well, we I had no we need facials for <laughs> I had no problem with him leaving his dreams behind for her. <laughs> I'd like to see more of it. It's like an hour. <laughs> we go hang out at the bar and then they can go to the spa. I mean, he ends up being able to do it regardless. So that's good. But um, uh, she she's going to go out to dinner. So she's not there for the proposal. And uh, so he, yeah, he ditches his meeting and helps her. And he says, unless you want to be alone. And then he takes her to the natural hot springs, which was very literally steamy mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a good date oh it God, was like a good day solid good christmas eve date and they were all saying how like as part of their christmas tradition to have cider and be in this hot springs i mean that sounds like my kind of tradition yeah yeah it's a pretty nice christmas eve tradition mm -hmm. yeah i'm all about that and uh she says that she was only best friends with jeff she was never really in love with him which is sad and uh, he never had the thing. Yeah. But they clearly had a good relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a new writer. Uh, Tamar Laddie is the name of the of writer. And I thought she did a really good job. There were a lot going on in this. Mm -hmm. And she managed to balance it pretty well. Yeah. There and, was a lot of family, different family dynamics mm -hmm. at play. Yeah. And uh, so then she finds out that Mia is looking for her and the Mia has run away. Mm -hmm. Post um, post engagement. Yes. And uh, Sam tells her, says to Mia, says, I remember when my dad got remarried, I knew it was coming eventually, but now it's real. So. Um, nice. Yeah. I like that little moment they have because yeah. he didn't try and like give her a pep talk or really fix anything he just kind of sat there with her which i think is nice mm -hmm. she says i like her but she's not you i like our life i like how we do christmas if and then she says if i had my way you'd stay my little girl forever and so that was cute really yeah. cute the kids were cute i thought mm -hmm. good little good little actors in this mm -hmm. well and in that moment i was like you know what it's a really good thing her mom was here because imagine yeah. her mom hadn't been there her dad proposed yeah like she would have had to go through that alone and that would have been a yeah. lot because she really needed her mom after that happened and she probably would have felt guilty that in some way that her mom was home alone mm -hmm. you know for the first time mm -hmm. you know yeah it was really cute though when the little girl i forget her name she comes in she's like these cookies are for santa but i think we need them more yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very cute, yeah. Very cute. <laughs> yes and that's when sam brings in the old ornaments and they decorate the tree and it turns out his mother-in-law and his um stepmom sorry turns out his stepmom susan uh, that she uh, she kind of made things change quite a bit and they never got up the old ornaments. And, but then she gives advice to Kate, uh, says, she says, 
I guess, some advice about being a stepmom. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so it sounds like there's some, some, even all these years later, still some yeah. feelings going on there. For sure. I mean, it could just be that the stepmom was like, these ornaments make my husband too upset, like sad, you know, yeah. like could have been preservation. Plus the dad seemed to also be kind of, yeah, running away mm -hmm. from those feelings because he, that's what he tells Sam to do. He says, you really want to make their life more complicated right now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, uh, I liked when she's in the cute, She's in the cute jams and everything when Jeff comes in and they have this conversation and he says, I like spending Christmas together, but that may have to change after that. That was a good moment. I was confused why she thought those pajamas were sexy. <laughs> like, those are full body pajamas. <laughs> she's like, oh my God, I got to cover up. Like, is like silk like, or something? Yeah, because like, it, it was like red. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, yes, I also like pajamas when he says <laughs> when they say what if it she says what if it doesn't work out and he says well what if it does so there's always that's always yeah. when it's friend to lover friends to lovers there's always that like what if we what if we end up breaking up what if, what if it what if you don't what if it's great yeah. yeah and so then you have Sir Santa Lot the bear which was I think it was like a Fonzie bear or something had like a leather jacket yeah it's very cute. Yeah. <laughs> and they uh i think it's jeff who says you deserve to be happy too and sam's one of the good ones yeah um, i liked it when they bonded at the end yeah oh, it's cute it was nice and uh so then kate asks maggie and the girls for her their blessing to join them for her yeah. to join the family that was very cute oh my gosh that was over i was like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. This movie is special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all the feels moment, I guess. Gave us a locket. Yeah, I was like, I don't know yeah. if I would have thought to do that, and I, it's like, it just like, you're know, like, this is a good person, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Like very empathetic, very self-aware. Yeah. The ending dress is a black dress, which I don't like it when they wear black dresses in the <laughs> Christmas movies. I wish it was green or red, but nevertheless, she looked beautiful. And it was a good scene, like through the, the when he's at the bottom of the stairs, mm -hmm. and then coming up. And the the Christmas decor was over the top, as expected, of course, in these movies. But but one thing I don't I don't know if I or if I if I've seen it, I haven't really noticed it. Like I, not just garland on the ledge, but they had ornaments mm, back on the ledges. And I'm like, how did they keep them up there? Glue. Yeah, they got a hot glue it or something gotta be glue <laughs> gotta be glue i was like that is and i don't know that's a whole new level mm -hmm. the balsam hill did a good job yeah with this one there were lots of trees there were, there were a lot of trees i know yeah and so he's back he did his pitch and uh, he, oh he had also run he had left after he had a big talk mm -hmm. with his dad he had left and i ghosted yes he says, I was an idiot for running out on you last night. And uh, he says, I like you. I like you a lot. Can I see you again? That was so cute. So cute. That <laughs> he liked everything about her. And he even said, I'm sure I'd love your special. Damn it. Yeah. 
And then and he, it, didn't, it didn't end with a couple, which was yeah. A so surprise. he gives yeah. Kate a present and it's the mom's toffee that he's made with the almonds on top. And so that was really sweet. And that's how the movie ended. So I really enjoyed this too. I thought it was, uh, it, it, it had some different topics that we don't typically see in Hallmark movies with this blended family. And I, I thought that everybody had chemistry aside from maybe some over the top music. It was really enjoyable. And it had tons of Christmas. I mean, you couldn't ask for more Christmas than, than it's in this movie. Mm -hmm. and, and you've got your mid-movie kiss. You've got the steamy uh, hot springs scene. And uh, it's, it's delightful. So mm -hmm. how many crowns would you give this one, Dory? Out of five. Five. I would give it four. Yeah. What do you I think? loved it. I go four too. Yeah, I agree. Four all around. Uh, so let us know what you would give this one and uh, yeah, what did you think of it? And uh, and how can people follow you guys on social media, all the fun Me? stuff? Well, <laughs> I, I run the very, very, very sparse Facebook page that I haven't updated <laughs> yeah. in months. But you can find us there, All the Feels on Facebook, All the Feels Podcast. But more active, I think, is our Twitter account. That Dory runs. Yeah. At All the Feels Pod on Twitter, All the Feels Podcast, mm -hmm. wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. And we'll be hopefully starting soon in our new season. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get yes. And you can find us at Homework's Pod, Homework's Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up, subscribe to our channel. You can also find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Please check all of that out. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you check out the Amy Acker interview. That was so much fun. Uh, that'll all be in the description section. And we also have our patron group, which is really fun. We have our watch along with Rick Garman. We're watching it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, which is hilarious. And it's only $2 a month to join. Any level can participate in the watch along. So check that out. And then we also have our merch store, which has tons of fun, festive designs. So please take a look at that. We would sure appreciate it. And thanks so much, everybody. And hope you enjoyed this live episode. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye. Merry Bye. Christmas. Yeah.